Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome, brothers and sisters, to an audio experience brought to you by Muslims on the Move, a program of Advanced Platform Committee. Once again, we want to engage with you through this podcast and hope it benefits you. So take a listen to this week's episode and let us know what you think. Assalamu alaikum. You are listening to another episode of Muslims on the Move. You have myself, Abdul Rahman. Fatima. And Kabir. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great to have you guys back. I miss you guys a lot. I know we're 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 missing Amina right now. Uh she is moving and grooving with life right now, but she might surprise us and join back in this episode. And if not, you know, we will definitely hold it down for her. But uh, I'm excited to get you guys back. Typically, we like to start our uh, our episodes with like some really focused topics. But we've missed our listeners for some time. And I thought we I think this is a great opportunity for us to just kind of touch base, you know, get back and talk about, you know, where we've been, talk about Ramadan, things that we're working on this year and not have as much structure uh, as far as topics. So. Uh, I want to kick it off by, you know, asking the group, talk to me about your Ramadan, how it went, where you are now, all that, all that. Um, I can go ahead and go first. I feel like Ramadan this year was very, um, it was okay. I felt like life for me, at least personally, I felt like last year was better. Um, it was supposed, it was supposed to give what last year gave, but it didn't really give that. It kind of was like in between how Ramadan regularly would be and like last year because like messages were, I don't know, in Houston at least, all the messages were open. So you can technically like go to Taraweeh all the time. But then I was working a lot. So for me personally, I felt like my Ramadan could have been way better than it was. But Alhamdulillah, it was really nice, um, you know, to still be um, at home with family and all that. And all um Post-Ramadan, it's been just... Uh, I just graduated, so... Hey, congratulations. Hey, congrat- hey, there you go. There you thanks, go. thanks, thanks. I now just you're graduated last drugs. <laughs> yeah, I start working soon and studying for my licenses, but inshallah, alhamdulillah, everything's been good, alhamdulillah. So. That's dope. Wait, 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 wait a, wait a second. So you graduate, but they don't. Like, you don't have to... Like, you have to get licensed though yeah. yeah it's like going to like med school or nursing school even after you graduate you still have to take a, a board exam like a standardized exam test kind of thing i'm kind of excited for the days and i want to come back to your ramadan so don't i don't don't i don't want to get too derailed but i'm kind of excited for the days where the internet will take over academia and you can Please. go straight from you know off the streets to if you're ready to take that licensing exam go and you know, go get your license and go be a pharmacist, right? Like, it just completely, completely removed the whole necessity of spending four years at someone's institution and spending however much they Is it going to get there, though? You think so? You know, I'm hopeful for it. I don't don't think it will. Like, requirements. Like, you have to be this amount of those. You can't even... Like, right now, like, my transcript hasn't been sent yet, so I can't even sign up for the exam yet. Like, (laughs) I'll tell you that, like, I'm, I guess I might be more hopeful because I'm in the like technology industry and technology has moved so much faster than academia that mm-hmm. like it's the exact opposite in tech. Like 
academia is trying to catch up, right? So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of colleges are trying to create courses and force people to have to go to college to get mm-hmm. certain certifications, whereas things are moving so fast in tech right now. If you want to do cybersecurity, you know, there's some prerequisite courses you have to do. Uh, and then, you you know, once once you take the prerequisite online courses, it gives you the accreditation that you need to go and take a national or state exam and boom there you go uh project management scrum masters all of these different like technology fields are primarily um dominated by certifications and not degrees so i'm hoping that that kind of that moves into other areas not just technology and it's i mean the proof is in the pudding there's people making money there's there's quality employers and quality employees that didn't have to spend six years in school you know with someone's curriculum to be doing what they're doing right now and most of these people are like college grads right so they they Mm -hmm. graduate with like a biology degree and then go take a certification to do it so i'm like all the it boys right (laughs) exactly girls all the it boys and girls gender inclusive i want to i want to go back to ramadan real quick though right you mentioned that like you know you didn't feel like this year was as strong or you know wasn't as impactful as last year last year was like our first ramadan uh our first you know ramadan in the house or so to speak right like not yeah uh, not out so yeah. yeah so what do you think about year two of seclusion or half seclusion that you know that made it different um, for me, I felt like um, everything was in Texas, at least everything was already kind of open. Ooh. Like it wasn't seclusion at all. Like wow. you can go to Tarawi, you can do all that, which is good. But then there was still that, oh, you can go to Tarawi, but you can't really like, you know, hug and like touch anyone. You still got to be six feet apart. So the Tarawi even like it didn't give what it's supposed to give. Like gotcha. <laughs> you're in the measure, but then you're like, not. Nah, you're still isolated. Interesting. Yeah, I uh, I I didn't spend much time in the masjid. Stockfullah. Uh, I spent most of my Ramadan like last year. The only difference was I actually went to the masjid for Eid, which was a yeah. uh, you know which was different last year. I did Eid virtually as best as I could. Um, so it felt a lot like last year. I I would say I actually I, I actually would have. There's things that I liked about this year versus last year and, and vice versa. Uh, the thing that I liked about this year was I was more prepared to do Ramadan and seclusion. So I had some goals, you know, I had some pre-planned goals as to how I was going to make that happen and manifest. And I felt really good that, you know, uh, for the most part, I was able to accomplish most of those goals. Um, the rough part, though, is I think last year we we made like a concerted effort to make everything virtual or anything that we would do we made virtual like uh in the dmv area we have um these like iftar circles on friday where we would get together and eat and last year you know we were like oh we're not going to be able to get together so we put a lot of effort and time into you know trying to do it virtually and this year i felt like the virtual gatherings were a little bit more watered down it was just like oh are we doing this again this year you know yeah yeah i feel that yeah Mm -hmm. so in some ways it was like uh 
year two of pandemic Ramadan was just kind of like, yeah, that's it is what it, it is. Was a but force. It, yeah, yeah, you know. But I'm glad to hear that like some states were, you know, pretty pretty much, you know, up to operation again, especially in Texas. So but Texas in itself kind of does. <laughs> we're different. So right, yeah. Everything been open. Now like, we don't even close. <laughs> We don't like, even I don't even know if y'all anymore. shut down in the first yeah, place. Maybe in March. Maybe in March. We shut down for one month. That was yeah. it. One month. March <laughs> that month was Ramadan. <laughs> they told y'all, y'all got to <laughs> shut down for Ramadan the second it was over. All right, come outside. Now we're open, full capacity, um, no mask. You don't have to wear a mask. That is, that's interesting. I, I thought mask was here to stay. Like I thought like no matter what, people are going to keep wearing masks. Oh, no, we don't even have to wear masks anymore, low-key. Uh, like, if you're outside and you're vaccinated and all of that, then... Yeah, they Ooh. say that. How they going to know you're vaccinated or not? Right, right. I've already heard about people finessing uh, vaccines and making counterfeit. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you, Kabir, uh, were, you in, were you in California for most of Ramadan? I was. I was in California for all of Ramadan. Um, so, alhamdulillah, you know, the, the masajid are open. Um, I got to, I mean, like, partially open. It's all, like, social distancing. There was outdoor prayer space as well. Um, so, I got to go to Thoroughly a decent amount. Um, but it was cold outside. So, I was not I was not trying to pray outside, uh, respectfully. Just, just, you know, not really enjoyable. Um there were also some in-person iftars. Um, mm-hmm. So like they had a lot on campus um, and that's always an effort to put on, you know, shout out to, you know, the people that, that help facilitate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I, w- I didn't really miss it. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> like it was nice <laughs> once I was, when I was, when I reached the point in the month where like, I actually didn't have time to cook for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like the social aspect of it, like, and this is maybe just because I'm like more introverted or whatever. I was like, I really like the fact that I didn't feel like I needed to be a part of it um, last year. And this year, it was just like, yeah, you know, I'm like, thanks for the food, but I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. Um, I feel like I set mad goals. I missed mad goals. <laughs> um, That's part but, of know, it. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Ramadan is supposed to be, especially fasting, right? It's supposed to be something that's, like, super personal anyway. Um, And I feel like I've been able to feel that a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we always talk about, like, the fact that no one knows if you're really fasting or not. That's why, like, you know, fasting is really only for God's pleasure. Um, And I feel like just being in the house, re, you know, like being in the house by yourself all day, you know, just really kind of reconfirms that. Like, to me, I was just really proud that, like, without as much social influence, like, this, you know, this uh, this thing's a beast on its own, you know? Like, uh, yeah. you know, at least our Iman is at, at that level where it's like, you know, we can still practice regardless of who's watching, which I think is yeah. super yeah. important. Um, yeah, and I guess another question is, well, I'll speak for me. I know... Uh, Traditionally, in the past, um, fasting on the you know fasting six days in the month of Shawwal that that uh, that follows Ramadan has mm-hmm. never been something that I've been inspired to do. Until this year, um, so yeah. I, I don't what know. caused that? What made you want to do it this year? Like, what's part? Good of question. It? Good question. Um, 
so I really wanted to focus this year is what can I do to carry on the momentum from Ramadan into the rest of my years, lives, mm. whatever, right? Um, and that question always comes up in gatherings, right? Like, what can we do to carry this momentum on so things don't just stop once Ramadan's over? And I just realized that for many years, I've tried it my way. You know, I've tried to keep the momentum my way. And I was like, wait, Allah has prescribed a way for us to do this, right? Like, there's already a, a technique to this that I've just, like, completely ignored. Um, so, you know, I, something just, like, I think I was listening to a talk and something just inspired me that, like, hey, you know, God uh, has given you ways to keep your momentum going. And one of them is fasting in the in the month of Shawwal. So I was just like, what, you know, what what harm is it to try that? So that that's been my goal this year to try to get all six done. It's not as easy as uh <laughs> as I would it's imagine, not. but it's yeah, I'm I'm halfway there. So you know, pray for me. <laughs> yeah, may Allah give you the next three. You know, light work and so Allah. Is that is that um I don't know is that something that you guys have focused on in the past or still do? Is are you guys like awesome at that already i'm sure <laughs> awesome I, I feel like without consistency you're not awesome at anything mm. but um it's something that i try to do i feel like some years i do it some years i don't it's mm. not like i've done it every single year this year to actually fast and show out today i fasted my fourth day today wow. i was supposed to do like all six at one at once but then i got lazy and you know like once you take one day off mm-hmm. you just it's hard to keep going so like I was supposed to do all last week and then I took like a couple days off and then I kind of fell off but yeah I'm trying to finish it this week inshallah yeah, may Allah make it easy on you for sure I mean, I mean. man alright so with I mean, we got the summer I guess upon us now it's, it's, it's technically summertime right uh, mm-hmm. alright so what's uh What's some of the plans this summer? I, we don't talk enough about ourselves, I think. Uh, I think there's always so many topics to talk about. But I want to definitely dedicate some time to just shout out our hosts. You know, essentially, I mean, we are the Muslims on the move. So talk to me about mm-hmm. some of the some of the moves that you guys have uh, upcoming. I know we got some graduations, but tell me more. Um, I'm saying right here. Summer. I'm not moving nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well, hot girl you, summer, so you said hot girl summer. <laughs> it is. Well, no, no, wait, hold up, hold up. All right, um, forget what I was saying. Forget what I was saying. Uh, you want to explain to to the people, to the listenership, Fatima? Uh, I'm just just, just what? I, I'm I mean, kidding. I don't even know what you mean. No, I'm I'm asking for for my um for my edification. You know, I don't I don't know what a hot girl summer consists of. Um, I don't know what it consists of either. I'm just saying. Where I'm, not saying? Mm, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. You know exactly. <laughs> well, I, I honestly, I was curious too, right? Like you hear hot girl summer all the time. I'm like, I, what does that even mean for real? For real? Like, it just means somebody, you're gonna live your best stuff. life. Mm, so, so what is your what is your best life then? What does your best life look like? Going out, having fun. You know, we're we gonna be outside this summer. Be outside. We outside this for summer. a whole outside. year, so we're mm. gonna be outside. We're gonna have a lot of fun, inshallah. You know, travel, do a whole bunch of stuff. I was just about so, to ask about that. Any travel plans yet? Anybody? I actually do, but um, it's for weddings. You know how we're talking about wedding season? Uh huh. A lot of my friends, I have a friend getting married in Malibu. I have a friend getting married. Ooh, you got well, her wedding friends. got moved. 
But uh, yeah, I have people get, I mean, her husband's from Cali, so. But I have people getting married, so I'm going to be like traveling a little bit for weddings and fun. We have this like sister's retreat in August that we're going for. It's just, that is dope. That is really dope. So you got Malibu. Where else did you say? I'm going to Arizona for a retreat. Arizona. That's yeah, dope. Those are the big trees right now. I have a vacation plan, but I don't know. I really don't. The, the COVID protocols online have been like very opaque, not 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 uh, clear at all as far as what is needed. So I'm a little concerned that like I'm gonna get to the airport and they're gonna be like, oh, you know, you need certain things. But I'm planning. I'm trying to just take a you know a couple day getaway to Belize and uh, and some. I know like some countries are like, oh, you have to be fully vaccinated before you can enter our country. <laughs> and then some are like, you know, you just need to take a COVID test and mm-hmm. vice versa. If this was Nigeria, I'd be like totally cool. I'm like, I just got to figure out who to pay. But no bad. Yeah. My friend went to Nigeria and they had to take a test in the airport. I didn't know when they were coming back. The lady mm-hmm. that was sitting there was just changing everyone's names on the thing. Mm-hmm. They, that was it. They pay for the test, but they wouldn't take the test. She'll just change your name and give you your negative result. I was like, <laughs> what kind of mess? Man, that's the beauty of West Africa, man. That's oh the, my God. the gift and the curse. But uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm. That's one thing I did miss last year, uh, is just being able to take vacations. So I'm excited to get back to that. I, I plan on going as many places that I can possibly go before, uh, before it starts to get too cold again. And first, I don't know why I do this. By the way, I don't know if anyone else does this, but like, I spend my winters in winter areas. But when summertime comes, I want to now do. Like I go on vacation in the summertime, and I'm like, maybe I should switch that up and go on vacation, you know, like in Maryland winters, and then you know, be somewhere where it's warm. But I'm not really inspired to go anywhere until things start getting warm. Now I'm like, oh yeah, beach time. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. There's yeah, like that a makes sense too. plus, like you know, there are winter activities. Like I don't know if you're like a big skier, then Colorado. Because, like, you got to go take advantage of skiing season. That's during the winter. So, you take a vacation mm-hmm. then. Um, but, nah, you know, like, summer, I don't know for whatever reason, like, everybody's just more free during the summer. Uh, yeah. It's just a lot easier to move around, you know, mad holidays and whatnot. Things sure. are open. So, I feel that. And I feel like, uh, like, as far as PTO, right? Like, you feel like you don't deserve to take PTO that early in the year. So, you're like, all right, now it's half. Halfway through the year, I better start taking some of this, you know, taking some time off or, you know, or it's going to get too late. But uh, well, I don't even really know what that means like that. <laughs> like, I understand, like, the concept of paid time off, but just I don't I don't know how that works in practice. So, uh, so yeah, you know, right. soon, soon come, my brother. And you go, then you're going to be like, did I want to know? Um, <laughs> the answer is no. The answer is already no. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, fact that. Uh, the fact that you need, I can't wait till there's a time in my life where I don't need to tell anyone or get approval from anyone to do something. Um, Period. That, that that would be nice. Any, any uh, vacations plans for you, for you Kabir? Um, not really. Uh, a couple of people getting married. Um, nobody's getting married in Malibu. <laughs> so, um, you know, we'll see. No, I mean, I'm, I got to be in lab. <laughs> That's how I'm spending my summer. Man. yeah you're uh, in the ground right now you're in the dope jam right now but we'll see i think there there might be a couple of moments where i get to like 
pop my head out, go somewhere. Um, I mean, the nice thing too is that now that like people can move around, flying is not that crazy. Like, you know, logistics permitting, I might be somewhere for like a weekend or two or, mm -hmm. you know, just pop in like Friday, head out Sunday. Because I don't have paid time off, nobody can tell me what to do essentially at any point in time. I mean, like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I do have an advisor, but my advisor is not like standing over me. Yeah. Um, so I could, you know, I could be somewhere, I could be working remotely, um, all different types of options, but um, hear that. for the most part, um, I'm in line. I hear that. Well, if you ever want to come to D.C., man, you know, you got you got a home out here, man. Oh, so, where, bro? Because I could be out in D.C. I'm I could telling be out you. in D.C. I'm telling you, that's that's a, you guys all hear, heard it here first. <laughs> so, yeah, man, come come through. It'd be, it'd be cool. Maybe we'll do a uh, we'll do a recording all in person, or at least as, as in person as possible. Uh, that that'd be actually really cool. We actually need to do something like that and find now that things are opening back up. Find a way to get all the hosts together. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Would I'm you guys down. be down for that? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. We can make we, we all we all live in cool places too, right? Like I haven't been in Northern California, and I've been wanting to go there for quite some time uh i've been to texas but i've never really been to texas and got to really experience like texas life are you in are you in houston in, in particular yeah i'm from houston see, see i've never been to houston either so what? where right? in texas did you go exactly exactly you know there's austin there's dallas man i was bored out of my mind I i'm telling you dallas is boring i, ate some Yo, I went food. to dallas once i enjoyed it yeah i you know i like the history aspect too so i saw where oh, um God. you know they clapped jfk rest in peace <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm trying to read mm -hmm. <laughs> But the barbecue, though, I'll take the barbecue. Mm. Um, Houston has better barbecue, but what's the really? one spot? The Breakfast Club. I went to the Breakfast Club. We Yo, Loki. Actually, I was flying through. I was flying through Houston, um, like about a week ago. Oh, really? And yeah, they had like the little Breakfast Club spot, and I tried to, I yeah. tried to get a little sun from there. No, they were like, we're closed. But they weren't closed. They had the bar, but they were like the kitchens closed. And I was like, all right. But now it's some good food in Houston. No, Houston has a lot of good food. And one thing I like about Houston, you can get almost anything halal. Like if you're the kind of person wow. who eats halal, yeah. you can, like barbecue, they're just like bomb halal places. They make like really good. No barbecue. way. Yep. All right. I'm now see now I'm uh now I'm excited to make a Houston move, man. Good good that we we are on the move like that, and we're out of diff different places because. I'm definitely hoping to take advantage of that uh, yeah, as soon as possible. And and then we also have uh, Yasser in July, mm -hmm. I think, right? So for those for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with Yasser, Yasser is, uh, forgive me if I mess this up, Young Adult Summer Retreat. Um, yep. And it is uh, exactly what it sounds like, right? A great opportunity for young adult Muslims to get get together uh, and network, um, listen to great talks and lectures. We also like do different activities. I'm actually a big fan of Yasser um, and excited to announce that Muslims on the Move uh, is going to be a part of it this year. And we're gonna be, uh, uh, I think, hosting a session or two um, about some different topics. So if you haven't looked into Yasser yet, uh, please absolutely do so. This year is going to be virtual also, but sounds like the sounds like the organizers have some really good uh, 
good plans for uh, the activities this year. Have any of you guys uh, participated in Yasser in the past? I have never. I really wanted to go to, I think, Puerto Rico when they went, but mm. school. Like, I feel like for me, I always, always had summer school. So I was never, I never had a chance to like go to Yasser because of school and all that. But inshallah, this year it's virtual. Mm-hmm. I do have something going on this, this summer, but I should be able to attend inshallah a little bit. Inshallah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dope. I see, I've never been to a platform. But, like, you know, I kind of knew why, right? Like, I just felt like platform would be too lit for me, too many parents and children <laughs> and stuff like that, you know. And I'm, I like to, I like to kind of be chill and laid back. So, yeah. But Yasser is, I mean, I think, I think you guys would really like Yasser. It's uh, definitely, definitely more chill, uh, laid back. But, man, like, you, I mean, the speakers are always, like, super inspiring. And then, like, you know, just to kind of meet, people your age it's definitely more of an intimate setting right so like you leave out of there with like a good chunk of those people like you you know you built some relationships with whereas i feel like in platform it's just it's just too many people to really build some solid relationships with so you end up with like one or two friends this is my imagination but uh but yeah yasser is a super dope so i'm excited to to see what that is about so stay tuned on there Mm, all right i want to shift gears just a tad bit right uh and and keep it moving on in terms of just what we have on the moves right so kabir if if you guys don't know kabir is actually like finishing up a project as we record right now so that that just i'm not finishing i'm i'm working but like i'm (laughs) i'm 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 working but i'm not moving like that sometimes you know we muslims on the move sometimes we're we're not we're not, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It don't. It don't really. It doesn't sound as great. Ain't Muslims in place, but right now I'm a Muslim in place. All right. I'm a Muslim, Muslim in place. Right place. Well, do you have any academic business? Uh, you know, any 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 like hopes for for this year that you're hoping to 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 get kicked off or to finish up with? Right, like, are you are you finishing up with school? What's going on with you? Um, so you're right. Like I'm working on this project right now. This is like the last required class I have to take, um, which is great because I spend like too much time as it is now on classes. So, um, after this, I'm in lab just as much as I can possibly be until things start working. Um, and then once things start working, you know, I'm, writing my dissertation defending all of that like you know i mean that's i mean no it's it's gonna take a grip like it's the once things start working part that's that's really um you know just a little bit easier said than done um but you know alhamdulillah uh, you know like got a lot of solid work going on so i'm just hoping to build on that just keep you know it's all about the process y'all you know trust the process i trust in the process um and you know we'll see where that takes us but for sure looking to you know start putting a bow on my graduate work sooner rather than later um you know figure out you know like what is not just like what's next but like you know all those deep questions if you will like what is it that i care about what do i want to do what is the sort of life i want to live blah 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 and start sort of figuring out what that might look like in terms of having to get a job um over the next year or so 
absolutely. You know, that's a, I wish when I was in school, I wish I spent more time thinking about like what I wanted to do outside of school or like what's like dream work, maybe not necessarily dream job, but like dream work. What would you say that is for you? Dream work is not working like a hundred percent. Like, I like if I really like could choose how I spent my time, I would not spend like actually I feel like I I figured this out a hundred percent, right? Because I feel like you get like you people get to this place where it's like, okay, I feel like I got this passion and it's like what I'm doing for my work and then I got this side hustle and that's my passion. It's like everybody's got like three passions and purposes or whatever. Um and I just I personally don't subscribe to that. Um I don't subscribe to the idea that like you find purpose and meaning through your work. So I think if I could do like anything, like my sort of dream would probably just be to like read, read and study. Um, Like there are are just plenty of things that I feel like I would love to spend my time reading about, uh, whether it's just like history. Like I feel like my knowledge of like African history, um, Mm -hmm. not, you know, modern for sure, but like also just like, like especially sort of like pre-colonial, um, right? That's that's weak, and and you know just learning like how is it that like historically like what is the way in which we've done things? How have we looked at things such as like you know being a man, family, um, you know earning a living, all of those things, and like just understanding like what is it that we've done? Compare that to where we're at now uh you know just things of that nature and then of course you know study the dean you know what i'm saying like i i feel like i didn't recognize when i was younger like how much like as i got you know older like i would want to have you know more quran memorized uh because i was so focused on like okay you got to go into a good school and that is what this period of time for your life is like it's like nah it's it's for whatever you want it to be uh and yes of course like i'm not saying don't focus on school you know if you're and you know and you don't have a plan you know keep keep school keep school around don't just throw it away um but i think in terms of at least trying to get into like a consistent habit of you know memorizing having more under my belt and it's not like it's impossible now too like that's it's like everything that i'm talking about is like not impossible now like i can still do work and do those things now i can't take a class and do work and do those other things but <laughs> once Ooh. i finish up this coursework i feel like the, that the other piece of it is just figuring out like what are the things that i actually care about and am i at least devoting enough time to those things to the point where i feel like i'm fulfilled big time man big time yeah i i think what you what time and like you know life will present to you is that like everything is all relative and I feel like I'm getting into this point in life where, like, all the the separate things that I've been doing and I have done are coming together to, like, shape, you know, what what I want to do next and passions. Um, and, you know, things just kind of come together. And you never learn, like, you never know what learning is going to apply to what. Um, f- for a quick example, um, when they were looking at... Uh, uh, I think it was Steve Jobs when he was uh, building fonts, right, for his, uh, you know, for Microsoft, all the fonts like Times New Roman, things like that. 
he uh, J, uh Steve Jobs didn't know at the time that like this random calligraphy course that he took, you know, uh, at, at some random point in life was going, you know, going to help him create, you know, like different fonts and things like that. Um, and, and, you know, now that's like really kind of the standard for uh, electronic text. So, it, it, you know, sometimes a lot of the things that you might not think that are related, they just start to come together. Um, and what I've been like, most focused on as of recently is just the development of Africa in itself. Uh, I just, I've been having this feeling for, for some years now that like we can, you know, Africans, we contribute so much to the world and have so very little to show for it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, in, in everything, you know? So, I mean, if you look at all the great individual contributors to the world, you know, there, there's there's much to say about how many of them are of African descent. But if you look right. at the continent, which I think should be a country, but we'll get there in another topic. Uh, but if you look at the continent, I mean, we're struggling. <laughs> wait, wait, hey. I, sure. I, I don't want to just to just grab. You just said the continent should be a country. country. Yeah. You sure you want to you sure, you sure you wanna open we don't have to go down the rabbit hole. I just want to let that breathe for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. It should be a country, in my opinion. Uh, and it's one of the reasons why we don't have anything to show for it now. Right. Like uh, we you know, Africa is very much designed and we you know, we've developed our land not to to focus on territories. Right. Like we didn't build a bunch of borders. We just had a bunch of cultures that, you know, lived amongst each other um and then you know european conquest came and they built a bunch of borders but now like if you know someone from nigeria does something great it has zero benefit to you know someone who's in ghana but it has all the benefit to someone who's in the uk um so i think you know having a country having presence where you know wealth can be shared across the continent like china does or you know Russia, um, it, it it can allow us to be major players in the in, in the world, you know. But mm-hmm. as long as we're divided, this is how we were conquered. Um, so I, I think uh, you know, moving forward, we need to have a little bit more strength. So some little mm-hmm. small like Swedish town can't just come into Congo and take it over. Yeah. You know what I mean? um, so yeah, that's. I say all that to say that, you know, that's that's where a lot of my initiatives have been going. And technology, I think, is the is the future of it. So if you guys are like following blockchain and things like that, uh, um, I, I, I very much believe that cryptocurrency and blockchain technology will be is going to be the future of our world. And with the Internet, we can control or we can have better dissemination of real media. And we can have better dissemination of wealth. And that can really, really contribute to Africa's progress. So if you want to learn more. Yeah, you know, no, you mentioned crypto. Together. You mentioned crypto. I, I do want I do want to get together for sure. Um <laughs> and I do think, especially like when we start talking about super disruptive technologies where we don't know like what's going on. Like, for example, like if we want to talk crypto uh cardino. Um, the people mm-hmm. around Cardano just started and uh, they've got like this partnership with um, the Ethiopian Minister of Education and they're trying to implement that in a way that allows for um, some tracking of student progress. I'm not necessarily sure what they're 
yield is, but clearly there's got to be some sort of, you know, appeal. Um, but I, you mentioned crypto earlier today. I feel like you got crypto on your mind. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, crypto to me is, I mean, it, to me, it's, it's the way in which that now, in, you know, individuals can be in control of or be in more control of their money, be in more control of the market and make smarter decisions and become independent of a lot of the European structures that we've been forced upon. All right. Like the Naira, like you look at the dollar and you look at the Naira and it's just like, why, why would you ever carry Naira? You know? And, <laughs> the, you know, and, and I mean, the way inflation is now, okay. For example, I'll give you a good example, right? Like I've been mm-hmm. trying to th- think of like, um, think of ways in which we can we can uphold our culture and use technology right so like the idea of spraying at parties right there's going to be a time in which it no longer makes sense to use physical currency to spray at parties um, well then, how, wait how are you going to spray like, the wait what spray. <laughs> right okay exactly exactly but i mean you, you think about it though it's like i mean if if it takes you if like if as the naira continues to decrease in value you're going to have to start carrying around loads and loads of cash just we could, just spray, start, we could just spray less money <laughs> spray the one dollar but $1 that's not what notes. that's not what our culture does that's not in, in fact we it you know studies will show that we will spray more and more money <laughs> you know because if you go to nigeria they'll not people won't be spraying like fives they'll be spraying like the thousands yeah you know what i mean and it's yeah. like it's getting ridiculous it's it's, it's absolutely ridiculous and I think physical currency is, you know, will, in the next 20 years will be a thing of the past. So, you know, how, how are ways in which, you know, we can uphold our cultures and get ahead of the curve instead of, you know, using some type of European technology that already figured that out? Um, you know, NFT is another like huge, a huge thing in, in the U- U.S. now that's is proven to have some, it's proven to have some success and it's it's definitely a future in it and i think uh if you look at a lot of industries in west africa like the movie industries a lot of industries where you would think that talents are making a lot of money they're Mm -hmm. really struggling because of piracy and they're struggling because of you know there's, there's just a lack of uh security in the work that they do so i see all these different like technologies as a way in which that like you know, Africa can actually create some infrastructure that's independent of, you know, American, you know, like independent of America or independent of Europe and actually, you know, build their own wealth and not have to rely on the on the fact that the Naira just stinks, you know. Um, so there's a lot, man. There's a lot going on. Uh, I think this is a really pivotal time in, in our world and being like first generation African um, or American uh, is uh, I think it's our responsibility to kind of get, you know, our continent to the next level. So I I don't think we came here just to find opportunity. I think it was bigger than that, you know, Mm -hmm. whether our parents knew it or not. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's our responsibility to, 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 to move things. So, Ask me what I'm focused on or what, you know, what moves that I'm making. Uh, a vast majority of them are to kind of redevelop uh, and re-inspire 
Africans to uh, invest back in their land and, you know, take take ownership of our land. So hopefully in 20 years, you know, all the great things that you see people doing around the world, Africa mm-hmm. can get a little piece of it. Right. If you're nine times out of 10, if you're Chinese and you wanted to start a Chinese business and uh, you wanted to start a Chinese business in Jamaica. Right. You, likely you can get some money from the Chinese government and they'll help you get started. And then if your business gets big in Jamaica, you know, you still pay your little taxes to China and, you know, you can keep moving. Right now, uh, I don't think we have an infrastructure like that in Africa where we can support someone to move abroad, build something and give back to Africa. Um, so hopefully, you know, at some point we'll have a we'll be able to have things to show for all of the the progress and all of the, the good work that we've done around the world. Inshallah. Okay. Absolutely. So mo- moving on and just, uh, you know, hopefully providing just some, some wrap up for us also. Uh, I don't think that it is tasteful for us, especially as Muslims to not at least touch on uh the Israel-Palestine conflict, you know, uh, that's going on right now. I don't think, well, we don't usually touch on topics from a, from a very generic or from a typical standpoint anyway. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, I mean, this is huge going on. It impacts the entire world, this Israel-Palestine conflict. What are your thoughts on it? Oh. <laughs> I, I feel like it's something that everyone should be concerned about. I know, like, people always say, like, oh, as Muslims, we should be more concerned about it because of Aqsa and stuff like that. But I always say, like, if it wasn't Aqsa, right, if they weren't Muslims, should we still not be concerned about it? Because these are people like, exactly what happened in, like, South Africa. They have, like, apartheid and they have, like, a whole bunch of, like, crazy things that's been happening to them since the 40s. So this is something that I think everyone should... um, raise awareness about everyone should go learn about what exactly happened in Palestine. It's not really a conflict, right? People always use that Israel Palestinian conflict. It's not conflict when people are being oppressed, their homes are taken away from them. They have no rights, right? That's not really oppression. It's just more I mean that's not really um conflict. That's oppression at the end of the day. And mm. I think um definitely raising awareness is very important. Also, spot, um, like trying to donate as much as you can um, and other things, but definitely being educated is the first step because a lot of people forget that it's not really a conflict. It's, it's more of like oppression. Hmm. So what do you say to those who are like, well, my people have been oppressed forever. I don't think a Palestinians <laughs> ever cared about my level of oppression. Right. Like, uh, I mean, do you think that's that's legit? You know, uh what would you say to that? I think it's very legit. And I felt that way too. But I don't know, for me, the way I think about it now as a Muslim, I'm like, at the end of the day, when you do things for the sake of Allah, it shouldn't really matter what other people have given to you, right? It's mm. like, okay, I am help or I am raising awareness for this, not because of the Palestinian people, more because I know it's the right thing to do. And I know like, it's, as a Muslim, it is my duty to stand up against oppressors for the oppressed right that's what the prophet would have done regardless of who they were even if they treated even if people like from that tribe or whatever treated him bad he still wouldn't use that as like 
oh, everyone from that tribe is bad or whatever kind of thing. Wouldn't use that to judge everybody else. That's how I have been trying to approach it. Big time. So what what I would say to that is that uh, I don't care what is the catalyst for change as long as there is change. What I mean by that is, you know, this conflict or this level of oppression has been going on for as far as I can remember, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this, this, the, the, the recent incidences have gotten more attention due to yeah. the fact that media isn't controlled by a single source like it's been in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Like now, well, you know, I now, mean that, and they're wilding. That, I, like, like that's the other part of but it. They've been wilding though. Yeah, but it's they have, but it's like it's progressively there's something else. Like for example, I don't remember the last time they actually deliberately used rockets to shoot down like known foreign press, Mm. right? Like they actually shot down the AP's president and got Raza right, and it's like. I, and I mean, like, yeah, and, and the other thing, too, is, like, there's only, I think there's only about so long that you can try and, like, for lack of a better term, urinate on somebody and tell them it's raining. Mm. Like, like uh, oppression isn't something that you ne- you necessarily need to have a debate about, right? Like, if you hear, okay, these people cannot go into where they live, out of where they live without passing through an Israeli checkpoint already access to education, um, employment, forget that, like clean water, electricity, mm-hmm. right? Like the basics are constantly regulated. Yeah. Then like you, you can't, especially like, and this is the one thing that I'll say, I think for, for those of us that are, that are black here and we think a lot about how the system of white supremacy has worked, um, there's a certain like especially from like a, on an intellectual level there for sure has to be a, a certain level of like uh i don't know if the word is solidarity camaraderie uh whatever it is that says huh that kind of resembles like you know the things that happen to african americans here even though mm-hmm. right like there are certain parts of that that are you know turned up in in certain respects um so i think 100 percent, you know like we we recognize that and we call it what it is it's oppression um and that's that's not again like like fatima says like take the take the the mosque out of it i know the mosque was was part of you know the forced eviction like forced evictions Mm -hmm. like if people were getting forcefully evicted here trust me there's going to be a problem (laughs) you forcefully evict anybody from anywhere like there's going to be a problem um and and so I think for those of us that, you know, are like support the self-determination of our of our own peoples, uh, you recognize that, um, you know, that struggle, uh, even if it's halfway across the world um, yeah. and, and you support yeah. that and you respect it. Now, now, to be to be fair, um, I will say. Like, yes, there's this whole thing about global solidarity, consistent struggles. I think the truth of the matter is that, like, well, not the truth of the matter, because, like, who am I to determine truth? Um, I do feel like I, I do have a certain level of empathy for people that have, you know, legitimately, like, you know, been fighting to build that sort of solidarity, you know, mm-hmm. been in community with certain folk, and, you know, they get, you know, um, responses that to a certain degree are rooted in white supremacy rooted in colonialism rooted in anti-blackness 
And then mm-hmm. they feel like, you know, the script is being flipped. Um, like just on an emotional level, like, okay, I, I feel you. I don't necessarily agree with this idea that you do nothing. Um, but, but I, I do feel that, um, I do. And I don't, I don't want to say this in, in a sort of what about sense, but I, I do think to that point, like, I think what, what Fatima said was important on, on a couple different levels, right? Like first, like the idea that like, you should care about oppression wherever it's happening. Um, like, let's say even if you don't, cause like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I get, there are plenty of people that really only care about the people that are associated with them. Um, yeah. like when we think about oppression, when we think about difficulty, it takes a lot of forms. And unfortunately, like, if we, like right, we're Muslims. So if you wanted to restrict it to just Muslims, like at this point in time, 2021, like it's a few different groups of like Muslim populations that are under some sort of, you know, state sponsored oppression. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, even uh, I'm not saying this to, to for like a hot take, but if you look at the famine in Yemen, mm-hmm. it, I, I'm not going to tell you who started the, you know, who, whose <laughs> missiles, you know, have led to that situation. Um, yeah. But like there has been a certain state that is sponsored a certain level, mm-hmm. of, you know. Right. And so and that's and again, like I and, and the point that I'm trying to make here, it, like this is not like a what about at all Mm -hmm. right like i i don't even know how we could interpret it like that my point is that we as muslims our ummah is global we got to think globally and we got to do whatever we can wherever we can um and we've got a lot of problems we also have a lot of people i am personally not concerned at like pocket watching who's at the protest i'm not pocket watching who's giving what money do what Mm -hmm. you can encourage people to if not supporting your specific cause um again at least spread the education spread the knowledge do what you yeah. can you know at least put it out so folks can receive maybe they pass it on maybe they don't who are we to judge allah is the best of judges alhamdulillah 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 um and may allah facilitate everybody in their efforts you know what i'm saying and may allah give you know mercy justice to the oppressors and um, i mean no the oppressed uh, holy sorry okay. about the yeah. oppressed oh my god i didn't sorry, catch that long, hey. long i didn't day. even catch that hey, we need... <laughs> no, like, I no. sorry yeah yeah y'all forgive me and hey. you know like of course like the the resistance of the palestinian people i think it does like there is always going to be a certain extent to which muslims identify with it you know whether you know however you feel about that you know yeah. Al-Aqsa is there, you know, um, of course, like very, it is, it is holy land. It is holy land. Um, And we respect that. We, you know, we respect, you know, the people that come from there. We respect everybody that comes from everywhere. We respect you till you disrespect us. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's me, that's me speaking for myself. Uh, You know, so we got, we got, you know, Alhamdulillah, we got, we got, you know, love for that. We want to see people get free we support that struggle um you know what i'm saying so break off a little bit of bread i know islamic islamic relief got a fundraiser going on um shout out to them you know mm-hmm. uh, so so participate in whatever way you can for whatever yes. drives you i think that that's the biggest thing um yeah. like all the energy i think that we spend talking about like like looking at what the next person is doing 
is wasted mm-hmm. energy. Now, if you're working through your own things in terms of like you feel conflicted about, I, again, I feel that on an emotional level. Um, but and, and that's your personal journey, right? Like that's that's necessary. All the other stuff isn't necessary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it's important to note that like whatever the cause is, and it's a little bit to the point that I that I was making is that um, the fact that progress can be made. And like it, just let's use the Israel Palestine uh, as an example. If if we can influence change there, mm-hmm. we can influence change anywhere. So mm-hmm. if you're not, if you're maybe not motivated uh, to support to support them as people, right? Like Palestinians as people. Uh, hopefully, maybe you're motivated that supporting them could in turn support you later. Right. Um, I think uh, just seeing the fact that uh, George Floyd's uh, killer was a uh, was actually was actually charged for once. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if that would have been the case without, you know, media's influence, without social media's influence, et cetera. Gives me hope that, you know, uh, that there is a new way to to fight oppression. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so I'm motivated. I'm motivated to see this thing successful, just because to me it sh- it sheds light that whatever causes that I may have in the future, I can use these same strategies, you know, uh, and and uh, impact change. So, mm-hmm. if for no other reason besides, you know, that we all know that uh, we cannot, we cannot, cont- we cannot have the media you know come from one source and have change at the same time right and so if not for anything else knowing that like hey if uh we can if we can actually use the influence of people to make change we can we can change the world so uh hold on real quick real quick before we close just because we talking about change just just the last thing before and then we can close this out but we got to think about what is change really Right, you're right. George Floyd's killer, um, right, won't even speak his name, gets, you know, got got found guilty. If I'm not mistaken, another mm-hmm. black man got shot, you know, and killed. Like, still in that part of Minneapolis, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Like, only a few months later. Nothing happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's like, that, that, that doesn't even, that doesn't detract from, like, the, you know, the lived conditions of, of folks, you know, in, in the streets and the trenches. Same thing, like, we think about Gaza, right? Like, there's there's a temporary stay on evictions, and that's mm. great. That is material. In terms of, like, right, the larger project that, that's being worked for in terms of, like, right, real liberation, real yeah. self-determination, like, yeah. and I'm only saying that to say, like the things that we should we should be working towards big things we should have high aspirations for ourselves and the people we care about um yeah and that that's something that requires time and i i think that bit is is always going to be true um so uh you know get out there do your part it's not just one person it's all of us and you know it like the change we're looking for the real change it's going to take a while yeah yep yeah, I mean, you you definitely uh, you're definitely not lying about that part. As far as it's gonna take a while, I'm again, I'm super hopeful. Uh, I'm like, I'm super hopeful in the internet, and I I really think that that's 
that's the game changer in our generation. Um, so, you know, if I can inspire anyone is to use your voice, man, use your voice, use your power, use your influence. I think it's being heard more now than ever before. So, you know, I think yeah. even more than donating, right. is like, you know, use the, use the power of your, your voice yeah. and your opinion. So, yeah. you know, may Allah, may Allah continue to bless us and, and make it easy for all of us around the world. Amen. 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 With that being said, man, I think that we, you know, we, we talked about some, pretty powerful stuff here i actually really really thoroughly enjoyed this uh this episode and i'm excited for our next one coming up uh any last final remarks from from the crew before we call it an episode no not for don't me. forget to register for yasser yes register for yasser in july be there be squared or yeah. be on your computer or whatever rhymes with <laughs> all right guys salam alaikum Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Muslims on the Move, an audio experience brought to you by Muslims on the Move, a program of APC. Let us know what you think about this episode. Share this episode with a friend so they can also benefit. Follow us on Instagram at Advanced Platform and subscribe to our mailing list by visiting APC's website at apc.ncnmo.org. Thanks for listening. Assalamu alaikum.